Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new edition of the Road to Indy Insider. My name is Rob Howden, the voice of the Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. And launching a brand new kind of a shortened podcast here for 2022. We had a chance to talk with uh, Benjamin Peterson, the Indy Lights driver, uh, last week. We tried to make this a weekly show and kind of working our way through the whole Road to Indy. We're going to go USF 2000 this particular weekend. I got an Indy Pro 2000 driver lined up for next week. And at the end of the month, we'll talk to one of our drivers who's already signed and announced in USF Juniors. But joining me today uh, for, is Dylan Christie, who will jump into his second year in the in the program. 18 years of age, driver to Princeton, New Jersey. Uh, this year, running for D-Force Racing. Again, second year in USF 2000, as I said last year. Uh, ran for Turn 3 Motorsports in his rookie campaign. 15th overall in the championship Four top tens with a couple of uh, top, uh, couple of ninth place finishes, St. Petersburg and Road America. Let's talk to you first. Dylan, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Rob. It's uh, great to be here. Great to be doing USF again. Are you as excited as I am about getting back to the racetrack? I'm very excited to get back to the racetrack. It's uh, been a big break, but we've got a good amount of testing in and that actually makes the races a whole lot more exciting when you get the testing in and it goes well because yeah. it, it just builds all that anticipation to go racing. Well, let me build some background, folks. And for those of you joining us for these new editions of the Road D&D Insider, it's not going to be like I've done before. We're going to have more fun here. It's kind of trying to get to know Dylan Christie a little bit. We're going to work our way through uh, Ideally, everybody who's running this year on a weekly show might be a couple of double up because we have, of course, four different programs to work with this year with the addition of USF Juniors. Uh, think about Dylan Christie. What's interesting, it's not some of the, like a super long uh, uh, list of accomplishments, meaning, you know, resume, because really he only got into car racing back in 2019, did a bunch of karting before that. Um, 2020, Dylan, uh, the FRP F1600 championship. We've seen a lot of great drivers come out of that series. I'm a huge proponent uh, for F1600 racing. You had a really strong run that year, finished second overall, four wins, eight podiums. Who did you race with that year at F1600? So I raced with uh, Team Pelfrey in 2020 F1600, um, and that was that was a great series to run. You know, a lot of good racing experience. There's a lot of uh, drafting, a lot of close racing, which is not really as heard of in Formula cars so much. To so to get to do that, to learn all that close racing skill, that that's helped me tons in Road to Indy. Being able to run side by side and move my way forward, that that was great experience to have. That's one thing we talk about. F F sixteen hundred racing is so good. Whether you watch the Formula Ford Festival, Walter Hayes Trophy, or any of the, you know, the F sixteen hundred FRP program is so good. Great people there. And one thing I love about it, and I always talk to the young guys when I when I chat about about that program. The great thing about it is not only are there a lot of young guns in there running for the different teams, right? The Team Pelfries, the K Hills, the Rice Race Prep, as you know, as the other teams that are there. But there's always like a bunch of older guys that have been running Formula Fords, Formula, you know, Formula 1600 for like 20 years, right? You're going to get such great competition. I got a Scott Rebenger, a, a Joe Colasaco. There's always a, a lot of really good guys that are older who you can go wheel to wheel with any corner. Yeah, there, there's tons of people who've been doing this for years and years. And, uh, you know, like F1600s are... They're a car that's been around for so long that you can yeah. talk to someone who did it like 30 years ago, but they know the same stuff you know, and then you can just keep building off the skills and all that. So that was great to to have so many people there who all know what they're talking about. You know, when you're the new one who doesn't know what you're talking about, it it, it makes learning race cars over go-karts so much, uh, so much smoother, you know, making that transition. 
Yeah, and and I like the fact that that, that they expect a lot from you guys, right? You're like, listen, I got to work on Monday. I pay for my race car, not my dad. So, you know, don't wreck me out there. <laughs> I love the fact that they go wheel to wheel. And the funny you think, you talk about the older guys. I was literally at the Supercarts USA Winter Series race this past weekend, and I'm announcing away, and right beside me, he looks over and sees me and smiles, was Roberto Moreno who ended up going back to the Formula Ford Festival and almost made the main event this past year uh, at Brands Hatch, going back to Formula Ford again because it's such a great series. Now, here's a question for you. And, and this is, I think, big because uh, ho- hopefully we've got some young people listening, some carters are listening in, some guys that are going into USF uh, Junior. Making that transition from karting to cars, we'll talk about your karting a little bit because you had some pretty solid success in karting. Um, how, what was the biggest, what was the toughest point of that transition from carts to, to, to running the formula car. That's a really tough one too. Cause yeah. to be honest, like it felt not so tough making the transition because I feel like karting prepared me well. And especially with me, I started karting a bit later, having to jump into it with a bunch of people who already had experience that, uh, made it a bit easier. And if I'd say anything, like, uh, what helps the most is just being able to like, learn from others you know because the more you can learn from other people who've been doing it the more you start to pick up um but if i were to say the the hardest thing about the transition it would probably be and this isn't even bad but just the amount of work and like preparation that goes into it and like for me i love that i love preparing for races it just makes it so much more exciting you know when you're talking with a team weeks before and doing data sheets and looking at all the numbers and whatnot to know how to go faster um it's so much fun to like prepare for that and put that much effort into it but that's also probably the hardest thing is is the amount of commitment and effort that goes into doing this it's amazing to me that you're only going to be going into your third year racing cars which is which is wild i think that's that's incredible you know we talked to benjamin peterson was my first guest and talking about him running british f3 and you know multiple years of f4 uh you obviously are very new to your, your program's 18 years of age when I was doing, I did a little bit of a deep dive. And of course I got notes from, you know, from last year and you're announcing, I mean, when I'm announcing you're racing, I went back and looked at it and, and this, you have a, a re, for me, something that really stands out in your karting career. And that was the super national super Kart USA super nationals in 2018. For those of you tuning in right now, and you may not know, it is the single biggest karting event really in the world uh, in North America, for sure. Uh, this year will be the 25th anniversary race has been going on since 1997. And we go back to 2018. I believe that was the debut of the KA 100 category, which is an air cooled single speed category. Unbelievably tough, crazy ass racing. And if you have it, if you, all you have to say is this Dylan, when you talk about your karting career, you qualified on the off pole after the heat races, you end up finishing fourth overall in one of the toughest races of the year. Dude, for me, a guy that's been in karting for 25 years, I own the biggest karting website in North America. Uh, it's what I do. It's kind of my in my DNA. That's impressive. Can you? What do you remember? I know it was four, three, four, five years ago, but man, that must have been a high for you to, to be able to get on the podium there in fourth at the Supernets. Yeah, I remember. I remember a lot about that race. That race changed a lot for me because um, it really made me think about how racing works. Because I had done X30, which I'd been around for a while. And I didn't really stand out because there are kids who had been doing it for longer. And that's kind of just how it was. But doing KA, everyone was new. So you just had to pick up on it as soon as you could. Right. So when I'm in a field with, you know, the best racers in the country, you know, but we're all in the same in the same field. It's all new. So we have to, you know, just see who picks it up the quickest, you know, who learns the track, learns the motor the quickest. You know, that changed everything and that it 
really let me shine in, in that sort of sense. Um, that being said, starting off pole at Super Nats, I had never done anything close to that. That <laughs> I was, was terrifying. But, you know. The pressure of off pole on Super Sunday, dude, that's nuts. Yeah, I, I didn't think that would happen. Yeah, especially yeah, starting on the front row, I was like, you know, I could start third, start fourth, but I, I didn't, I didn't no. want to start second to be honest. But yeah, you know, and the outside way. coming into turn number one there. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, did, God, I, I, I don't want to be that. on the outside. That's especially in karting. That's that's what they'd always tell me to is just never be on the outside. So I'd have that's to it. start the race on the outside. And it's interesting. I went back and looked through that list of drivers. Uh, Connor Zilich was in there, of course, one of the top drivers in the country and junior over the last number of years. Became a top senior. He's moving on to do some some MX5 Cup next year and some Trans Am. Hunter Yaney was in that field. Kiffin Simpson was in that field. You look at the go, you go through and see some of the guys that, that you were able to top in that in that podium run. I think that's amazing. Kudos to you on that. Um, let's jump into 2021 last year overall how steep do you think the learning curve was for you you come out of a pretty successful f1600 program you know four wins you dive in with turn three motorsports and it was a tough series last year there's a lot of really good drivers was it a steep learning curve for you or did you feel like you transitioned in pretty pretty smoothly no it was well both because it was a good transition but it's so competitive that yeah. i just knew i wasn't going to be winning races right away and that's the reality of racing that's it comes with experience right there's i had my year last year a sort of a learning year for me you know you have to race all those tracks you have to do your first street circuit you just you just need to get used to it and as soon as you can build your knowledge start to understand the car you know that once you come back the next time if you have the knowledge if you had the experience over your competitors that's what's going to going to make you stand out and that's what gives me so much confidence for next year is that i've done everything already whereas last year i i didn't know as i was new it was all new for me so uh yeah experience i think makes the biggest difference well the bottom line is 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 that's what we've said many many for many years right it's a two-year program you come in that first year you learn the car you learn the tracks different race tracks you're on the oval for the first time at lucas oil uh and it's just it's just such a you you you're such a different driver from the start of the season to the end of the season. I always ask this question. So give me your answer. How much different are you Dylan Christie rolling into this season than you were brand new last year, rolling into the first race of the season? See, like I feel pretty different, but I feel like my desire to learn has always kind of been there. It's just that now I understand the actual car and racing so much better, you know, and I think that's that's where it really counts is, is because I've learned so much last year. Now I understand this formula car and I understand formula cars, I think, a lot better. And that's kind of, I think, what Road Dindy is all about is is helping young people like me understand uh, race cars. So I think that's what's going to make the biggest difference this year. You've got that understanding of race cars as the baseline. Now, you, I like this too. You move to a different team. You kind of shake things up a bit. Uh, this year, you're going to be running for D-Force Racing. They won the championship last year with Kiko Porto. When you move teams, you're moving cultures, right? You're moving atmospheres. A, a little. I'm assuming it's going to be a lot different over with uh, David and Ernesto. How how was the transition for you? How was the initial offseason testing when you got into their race car? You know, everybody's got a different personality, right? How how have you how do you believe you've melded with the guys at D-Force? Um, it's been really good. I mean, that all the preseason testing has gone good and it's just given me so much confidence. Um, and it's nice having that, that confidence going into the season. Um, I think everyone playing their part in the team, working really well together, knowing what they have to do, you know, everyone knows their role in the team because, you know, I think racing is as much of a team sport as anything else. Everyone has to do their part, come together and, and just know what's going on. And I think that, there was a lot of that with D-Force, so that was that was really good. 
Uh, that's awesome. You're, you're coming in again. I'll say, you know, you're, you're new to the sport to a certain extent, a couple of years in cars, but you know, like you said before, and this is your opportunity to come in now and potentially start winning races, right? You're a second year driver. Do you, do you feel any added pressure right now coming in because of that? Yeah, no, there's definitely pressure. Um, I know that I want to win the championship, but there are so many other people that do as well. So I just know that I have to be fast. Of course, I also need to be consistent. There's so many factors that go in and I need to just do my best, be smart, you know, think being the fastest, but even more so being the smartest out there. So I know that if I do that, you know, I have a fairly good shot. So that helps to ease the pressure. One of the interesting things about the team this year, too, is that you're not the only new person to D-Force in USF 2000. All three of the drivers are new to D-Force. Thomas Naveau and Bajoy Garg all ran for other teams last year. So that kind of puts you on a level playing field, right? Which is, I think, good for all three of you guys. You all have to kind of get comfortable with each other and with the team. No one has that, oh, I've been here a year before. I know all the inside jokes. You guys are all coming in kind of at the same level. And it's interesting because, let's be real, you want to beat your teammates first and then beat the rest of everybody else, right? You, you, you want to be the top guy under the tent, but you also want to be the guy on top of the podium. How has it been so far? Let's let's ask that question. Uh, have you done some off-season testing with the whole team there, with Bajoy and Thomas there as well? So not all three of us yet. Because okay. um, Bajoy just, just signed. I actually haven't met Bajoy yet, but I know that he's had a good amount of experience. So, you know, any experience helps. And that's kind of what's great about having two teammates that are coming from the, a similar experience level to me is, um, you know, we're on the same field, but also it's all from a place of experience, right? So we can all build off each other's data and knowledge and, you know, working with Thomas, that's something that's been really helpful and made it so much more useful than just testing by myself is he might take half the track better and I might take half the track better, yeah. but then we can put it together and that makes a pole laugh, you know? So that's, that's uh, what's great about having two teammates who also know what they're doing. Well, let's, re- let's wrap up the serious part of this and talk about St. Petersburg. We get rolling at the end of February. What kind of expectations do you have for yourself going into that first race? What What's a good first weekend for you? Because I say this because so many guys come in with, with so much pressure on that opening weekend. And there was a time for like, I want to say the first six, seven years of the series where the guy that the drivers that won at St. Petersburg didn't end up winning the championship. And I tried to get that across to a lot of guys. You don't need to win at St. Petersburg to win the championship. You can lose a championship there if you make mistakes, but what kind of expectations do you put on yourself going into the opening round? I mean, I'd like to win St. Petersburg. Cause that seems like for me, like the coolest race being there last year, I was like, Oh, if I want to win a race and be that one, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's the, it's a championship that matters. So, you know, having your priorities straight, like you can't, Hit a, you can't hit the walls. You can't have DNFs. You have to be smart. You have to keep the car intact. But I think that leads to winning races too. So, you know, I'd say that'd be my goal is to just race smart and then put together the best lap I can in qualifying and go from there, finish as best as I can. Hopefully that's with a win. Yeah, I think that's a great approach. Well done. Now, okay, so we, the serious stuff's done. Let's start having some fun now. Let's try to get to know Dylan Christie. I've got a bunch of questions that we put together. Benjamin Peterson did a great job. We'll see how you do. Um, some of them are going to be serious. Some of them are going to have a little more fun. They kind of be up your alley because I looked at your bio again. I know that you love to cook, which I'm the you and I are, are kindred spirits that way. Let's start with this though. What's your favorite racetrack? My favorite racetrack that I've ever run. Yeah. Hmm, that's it's that's interesting because that it it always depends like on how I'm feeling. I really like St. Petersburg to be honest. It wasn't like it was nice running a street circuit, but I always felt like there was like more. You know, it was definitely the the hardest. So I really like St. Pete. That's probably my favorite, just street circuits, the idea of like having walls near you and, and yeah. 
having to, you know, do something crazy like that. That's that's probably my favorite. Same Concrete Canyon. I love it. Yeah, Concrete Outside Canyon. of the road to Indy, the Indy Pro Car, Indy Lights, Indy Car. Is there another race car that you would really like to drive? Um, I mean, I've always really liked Formula cars. You know, I just, I mean, for me, it's Indy cars. I mean, seeing Indy cars, I think even more than formula one cars i'm like wow those things are they're nuts you know like indy 500 that's and yeah, that's yeah. been since i was a kid i went you know when i was young and they're like oh you know there are these race cars that go 220 miles an hour around a big oval i was like no no way but <laughs> um yeah for me that's that's the coolest car that i'd ever want to drive you know i yeah. mean i think like endurance racing is cool too all of that but for me it's formula cars all the way all right that's interesting and so this will be the last time i can use this question because we're on chili bowl week right now uh the midgets racing in in tulsa uh what about the chili bowl if someone said hey listen we're gonna take you out and let you try this midget would you drive one? Oh yeah i would i love oval racing i mean okay. i haven't done it outside of uh lucas loyal raceway but i think oval racing is awesome and i mean i was a nascar fan like when i was young i, I like all of that stuff um yeah, oval racing so cool because it's it's like uh, I mean I think it's the the close racing part is is crazy you know yeah. and it's all about like rhythm and yeah I, I I would definitely do that I mean the chili bowl that that's cool that's I should probably watch that I haven't uh wa- like gone and watched that before but it's 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 cool it's, um, it's amazing it's amazing yeah. all right let's let's move to food right now here like here's let me set the situation all right. You guys are on. You guys are on a, a road trip to a race. The boys, the D Force guys, are getting in the car. You're heading to the racetrack. You pull off the interstate. You're gonna grab some lunch or dinner, but it's got to be a fast food deal, right? Because you got you, you guys are going. You're trying to get to the racetrack. It's a fast food stop. What are you getting? What's your fast food go to when you're rolling down the interstate? That's a that's a tough one. I am. I feel like I'm kind of fancy with my food. Like what I really <laughs> like, you know. Like I like sushi, all that. So that's oh, probably the opposite of what sushi. you're saying, yeah. you know um no, just don't say gas station sushi <laughs> no not gas station sushi not <laughs> if it's fast food no um yeah you're throwing a curveball a little bit but something like i don't know fried chicken you know right. i like buffalo wild wings okay you know, if i go Got there that. i'll order a thing of like 30 wings and i'll just devour them i mean you know anything like that this may not this next question may not be in your wheelhouse because you like as you said you kind of like the higher the, i'll change the question when we get there all right um so I'm because I get in this argument a lot because I'm a hamburger guy. What's the best fast food or restaurant hamburger? Are you a hamburger guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, uh, good. Good. That's interesting. I don't know because yeah, that's a hard question for me to answer because for me it's always like the good like homemade burger on the grill, you know, Agreed. like smash burger. Yeah, yeah, like something like that, you know. So I know that's not necessarily but you're, what you're asking but for me it's like you know if me and my dad are like just making burgers like on a grill and just eating them like at home that's that's the best burger for me dude listen if you do it right the homemade burger is fantastic because you know what goes in it right yeah. that's one of the biggest things yeah uh I'll, I'll go along your line same thing just for fun here um what, what's what's your favorite sushi then i'll ask you that because you're a sushi guy uh favorite sushi um if you're asking like what type of fish i mean i like I like Whatever. I'm a spicy tuna. I love spicy tuna. Spicy tuna. Yeah, I like the salmon. I like the uh, mackerel, but I also like the kind of weird stuff too. Like if you get like the uni, the sea urchin, like yeah, you know, I, li- I like trying all the weird stuff too. It's good. It's really good. All right. Uh, uh, let's move to pizza real quick. Uh, right. Thin crust, regular crust, thick crust. Are you like you like a, a deep dish guy? Hmm. Not like too thick. Not so thick that it's weird, but like on the thicker side. I don't okay. do the thin crust like right. the you know. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? 
Mm, yes. And I don't <laughs> care if everyone else says no. I'm saying yes. It's good. It's sweet and it's good. I like it too. People don't yeah. like it. I don't get it. One last like topic it. on food. If you and let me know the answer to this. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yeah, sushi. sushi? Going back to sushi, definitely. Dude, listen, I've said that many times. Sometimes I say I want steak or something. I always come back to sushi because it always feels like I'm eating good when I when I do yeah. that, right? Yeah, and you are. Yeah, exactly that. All right. Um, okay, away from racing. What's your favorite way to spend a day off? Favorite way to spend a day off? Right? See, um, honestly, if I'm not racing and under that like high pressure, you know, high performance, whatever, I like to just you know, take the time to relax, you know, like, of course, I do my training, all the exercise, sim work and all that. But if we're yep. talking like a full on day off, you know, spending time with my girlfriend, my friends, you know, all that, you know, just having fun, like enjoying yourself, you know, take that time to relax, you know, before you get back to the, the serious stuff. Yeah, you know? get get out of the grind, right? Yeah. Yeah, good for you. All right. So this kind of plays along that line. You're hanging out with your friends, your girlfriends. What are you streaming right now? Are you a Netflix guy? What's your favorite show? uh so i'm watching breaking bad with my girlfriend right now oh, she's wow, loving cool. it right. i'm on my like fourth time watching it oh, it's wow okay. I'm, I'm i'm that's for me that's a show i love um you know i mean i'll watch a whole bunch of stuff but for me that's that's my go-to i'm the kind of guy alicia my girlfriend and i we, we're always going to walmart every time we go in, we're looking at like a five dollar movie uh last last question what are your favorite movies you got a top five of your favorite movies Interesting. See, I'm more, to be honest, I'm more of a TV show guy because, like, I feel like you can do more with it, you know? Okay. Like, you can have five seasons to develop a, a character, you know? But um, hit, let's see. Hit me, with some, hit me with some TV shows if you want. I mean, no, I'll, I'll answer your question. I'll think All about right. movies. I mean, this is a TV show. I'm liking the the Drive to Survive, the, oh, the awesome. Netflix. Yeah, that stuff's cool because oh, that's, that's something I understand too. Yeah. Um, that I understand, you know, there's Breaking Bad, and I said that already. Uh, movies are a tough one. Um, not you guys anything... are too young. Yeah, you guys don't watch, You guys have not time to watch movies as yeah. an adult yet. I like I literally watched like Shawshank Redemption twenty times. You guys probably haven't watched it once yet. That's the problem. You guys are too young no. to have watched movies over and over. Yeah, and over. no, I've I've trouble sitting down for two and a half hours and watching a movie. To be honest. Um, oh, that's so funny. Um, I mean, I watched like Star Wars a lot as a kid. I know that's, you know, not something yeah. I'd watch now, but more so that's been like a, you know, a big part of like being a kid, you know? So yeah. I like all of that. Um, Good stuff. Yeah. Well, there you go. You got through it cleanly, Dylan. Nicely done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Christie, folks, driver for D-Force Racing this year in the uh, Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship. Uh, Dylan, I really appreciate you taking some time out with me here. St. Petersburg, man, coming around the corner. We've got spring training. Uh, what it's a month away. It's January 14th right now. It's like the 14th and 15th for spring training at Homestead. When's the next time you're going to be in the race car? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually, I'm going this Wednesday. I'm going to MSR Houston and I'm going to keep testing with the team. We're going to, you know, keep working on the car, keep working on me, just getting everything, you know, in tune. And then I'm going to, to do the Homestead test, of course. Um, and then St. Petersburg and we're going to hop right into it. You know, I'm really confident about that. And, uh, yeah, we've done a lot of testing, and we're confident. We think we can we can win this. That's awesome. Folks, this is one of the drivers you need to be watching coming into the uh, the program this year in 2022. Obviously, into his second year of USF 2000. Dylan Christie, we want him to follow you on social media. I'll take the opportunity, number one, to talk about the social media channels. Give me your Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, whatever you're on. And also tell me about the sponsors you guys have lined up for 2022. 
Um, so I'm going to say the best way to follow what I'm doing is probably my Instagram. That's just at Dylan Christie racing, but I'm on Facebook too. It's just, okay. it's just Dylan Christie. Um, I have a website, but I'm working on it right now. I'm going to refresh it, have, you know, all the new feed and stuff coming yep. through there. And I'll, I'll put that on my Instagram when that's up. Um, and then as far as sponsors, we have a uh, Stilo USA, um, best helmets there are, you know, they're helping me for the year. And, uh, you know, of course it's, uh, it's, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a good year. Awesome, man. Listen, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm as excited as you are for the new season. And you never know, so, somewhere around this season, we're going to steal out for dinner one night, have a little sushi. How's that sound? Sounds good. Yeah, let's get some sushi. Sounds good. I like this, right. I like this kid right here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> folks, that was Dylan Christie moving into his second year this year in 2022 for D-Force Racing. Make sure to follow him uh, throughout the season. Dylan, thank you so much for joining us. And folks, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 33 of The Road to Indy Insider. A little different show to start the season off. A little more fun for sure. Looking forward to 2022 to get underway at St. Petersburg. On behalf of Dylan, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. 